As we approach Reformation Sunday, you'd expect to hear a word about Martin Luther. Uh, in this episode, though, you're also going to hear a word about a gentleman named Peter Beskendorf, who was a friend of Luther's and a barber. Stay tuned to find out why his question to Martin Luther has something to teach us today. Hello friends, it's good to be with you. Thank you for taking some moments to be with me today. Uh, this episode is going to air on Saturday, October 24th, which is the day before we celebrate Reformation Sunday. Reformation Sunday always falls late in October. Uh, because uh, Martin Luther famously nailed his 95 theses on the castle church door at Wittenberg Castle um, in, uh, on October 31st, 1517. And so because we're celebrating Reformation, of course, I've got Luther on my mind and we could talk about all kinds of things related to Luther and, Refor and the Reformation. We could talk about the history of the period. We could talk about his theology. We could talk about Martin Luther himself, what an important personality he was and how he truly did um, impact Western civilization from his time forward. But I actually have on my mind today um, prayers for a reason I will come back to at the end. And that got me thinking, well, what does Martin Luther have to say to us about praying or about prayers? And uh, we've all heard about the, the, the 95 Theses, I think, and again, some of the big controversies. Um, you may not have heard, though, about a dear friend of Martin Luther's named Peter Beskendorf, who, again, was a dear friend of his. He happened to be a barber. And one day, Peter Beskendorf asked Martin Luther, hey, Professor Luther, how should I pray? And in typical form, Luther, uh, rather than writing an email, which he might have done if he lived in 2020, he wrote a little pamphlet. And it's called, A Simple Way to Pray for Master Peter the Barber. Now, I'm not going to read the whole thing to you here. Uh, we will provide a link to it. It's, there's actually a very lovely little PDF of it put together by um, Pastor Wolf Mueller from Hope Lutheran Church of Aurora, Colorado. Uh, this is dated in 2006. But I will lift up a couple of, of snippets from this. Um, I will tell you too, I guess broadly, uh, what Luther's response is, is uh, pray the, the Lord's Prayer, the Creed, and the Ten Commandments, which is another way of saying, pray through the small catechism that I provided you. That's a very appropriate response. When we baptize people, when they become part of the church, we, we say to the godparents and to the parents, uh, you're committing in doing this to teach your child, and it usually is a child in our tradition, the Lord's Prayer, the Creed, and the Ten Commandments. We talk about that as well at confirmation. So the broad answer that Luther provides to uh, Peter the barber is uh, pray those those three things the Lord's Prayer the Creed and the Ten Commandments and this little pamphlet sort of talks him through that but a couple of things were lifted up which I thought were interesting one is that Luther says there's a saying ascribed to Saint Jerome that everything a believer does is prayer and a proverb he who works faithfully prays twice uh, this can be said because a believer fears and honors God in his work and remembers the commandment not to wrong anyone or just try to steal, defraud, or cheat. And so one response is our whole life, our, our, our life of work, our life in the community can be a form of prayer. I think that's a, a helpful reminder to us. Um, another thing he says, again, he's writing to a barber. I thought this interesting. He says, <clears throat> and he's talking here about one of the important things about praying, as it is with anything, is the ability to pay attention. 
to, to stay focused. And he says this, again, this is Luther. So a good and attentive barber keeps his thoughts, attention, and eyes on the razor and hair and does not forget how far he has gotten with his shaving or cutting. If he wants to engage in too much conversation or let his mind wander or look somewhere else, he is likely to cut his customer's mouth, nose, or even his throat. Thus, if anything is to be done well, it requires the full attention of all one's senses and members. As the proverb again says, he who thinks of many things thinks of nothing and does nothing right. So again, a reminder, this is a lot easier to follow than to, uh, where it's the old uh, do what I say, not, not what I do, but stay focused. If you're going to pray, carve some time out, pay attention, be present to God, pray for a little bit uh, with a lot of intention rather than trying to pray for a long time in a distracted way. Final thought from this um, pamphlet, which I thought was beautiful. Uh, this is actually Luther talking about the word amen in the Lord's Prayer. And he says this, finally, mark this, that you must always speak the amen firmly. Never doubt that God in his mercy will surely hear you. Never think that you are kneeling or standing alone. Rather, think that the whole of Christendom, all devout Christians, are standing there beside you and you are standing among them in a common, united petition which God cannot scorn. I love that. I love that idea that you're not praying alone, that your prayers will be heard by a God who loves you. And that brings us back to the, I mentioned I was thinking about prayers, and I will close with this and one final thought. The reason I'm thinking about prayers is that we've recently started to invite people at St. Philip to Deacon to send us prayers uh, by email uh, to prayers at spdlc.org. Now, I obviously can't share those prayers with you, but I want to tell you the prayers that people have been sending us are so uh, tender and honest and genuine and vulnerable. And to those of you who have sent these prayers, uh, and they're, they're prayed by the pastors, um, I just want to say thank you. And I want to commend you for, again, your honesty and your vulnerability in sharing those things and your instinct. Again, Luther refers to it, that you are not alone and that the whole church is praying with you. I'm not saying we're sharing your confidential prayers, you understand that, but that metaphorically the whole church is praying with you. So if you have a prayer request, uh, part of the message here is let us know what it is. If you want us to pray for it uh, or for you on Sunday morning, fine, we'll do that. If you want it to be confidential, great. Know that the pastors will hold you in prayer. But I'm so grateful to those of you who have reached out with your prayer petitions. And again, we'll link to this um, this little pamphlet, and I think we'll also link to one other collection of prayers. Um, uh, I think it's somewhat arbitrary, but it's a collection of prayers by Martin Luther. And I want to close uh, our time today with one of these. Um, again, as we look ahead to celebrating the Reformation Sunday, this is a prayer for strength and protection, which seems like an appropriate prayer for all of us today. Lord God, Heavenly Father, you know that we are set in the midst of so many and great dangers that by reason of the frailty of our nature, we cannot always stand upright. Grant us such strength and protection to support us in all danger and carry us through all temptations through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And we all say, Amen. Thanks as always for spending some time with me. I hope this finds you well. Stay in touch and God bless. Mm -hmm.